Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to another edition of your favorite podcast, Insane in the Membrane. Insane in the Membrane. Hello everyone, welcome once again to the show. It's your old pal Wilson. We're uh, currently, I'm, I'm, I'm currently sat in the flat in Brighton. I'm not in the studio. So uh, we've had some, we had some, well, I had some technical difficulties setting up today. This is why I go to the studio because producer Paul just takes care of it all and I've just got to wander in and plonk myself down. Um, so if there's any glitches or anything like that, I doubt if there are, but because uh, producer Paul's very, very good at what he does. But if there are, that's why it was kind of, we were all in different rooms, in different houses, different towns even when we were recording this. Uh, before we get into it, before we get into it, um, become a patron. Please become a patron. Put some money behind us. A couple of quid a month, that's all you need to do. And that helps us keep this, uh, keeps this, uh, this, uh, this, keeps this great podcast on the road. It's just a couple of quid a month. You won't even miss it. It's just, honestly, all the money we get goes back into the podcast. So, you know, if you could do that for us, that would be wonderful. To do that, you go to patreon.com forward slash membrane podcast, or you click the link tree. Just click on that, and then that takes you to everything that we do. That'll take you to my website. That'll take you to uh, the radio show that we do on Islington Radio. That'll take you to the po- all the podcast stuff. That'll take you to producer Paul stuff as well. And so, if you do that for us, that'd be fantastic. What you get for that, uh, you get over 50 archive interviews. Uh, you also get early access to our filmed interviews because we're doing that now. We're filming these, and uh, and that'd be great. There'll be other things coming up in a, in a little while that we're working on, and we'll keep you posted about that. Uh, and as I say, it's a couple of quid a month. You won't even miss it. It's just 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 it helps us keep this going. So patreon.com forward slash membrane podcast or the link tree in my socials or in the podcast description that you'll see connected to this. So thank you very much, uh, and uh, yeah. Oh, what I need to tell you this as well. This week, um, it, this episode is part of our Edinburgh season of episodes. So we've done this before. We have a lot of acts that are going up to the Edinburgh Festival. We get them on the podcast and we have a chat with them. And then you go and see them in Edinburgh. Go and see their shows. In this episode, there's a few things. Um, I went off on one about people wanting to... They, they want a label, it seems. And... It has, and, you know, and it, you know, it irks me a little bit that people need, they seem to need a thing. And it's not because I don't care, it's because I do care about people and I think people are bigger than the labels that they're putting on themselves. You know, there's more to you than that. And that, so I go off on that a little bit. You'll hear it in the, in the thing. I'm just giving you a heads up. I'm not being a dickhead. I just, you know, I'm passionate about people. I love people. And so I just went off on one. But And, and, and I'm not knocking people that have these things. 
I'm just having, I was just having a, having a moment. Also, I did mention, we did mention um, Grayson Perry's wife, and I referred to her as Pippa. It's Philippa, obviously. And so I'm just flagging that up as well. You know, when you're in the moment, when you're chatting, you know, of course you get these things wrong. So, uh, you know, not, you just now and again, we're only human, aren't we? We're only human. So that's, that's in the episode, just letting you know. It's a great episode as well. It's with the wonderful Hattie Ashdown. I've known Hattie a few, a few years. Um, we come from the same sort of neck of the woods. I feel, I've always felt an affinity with her. There's always, a, there's a connection there. She's a lovely human being. I feel like I've known her forever. It's one of those ones, as soon as I met her, I was like, I've known you. It's maybe not in, maybe not even this life. Maybe it's in a past life. Who knows? But we've been, we've connected before. And she's such a great person. It was really nice to have her on. And we talk about things like losing her parents and things like that. And uh, that'll be covered in the episode. So, yeah, it's a great episode. She's a lovely woman. And I'm going to stop chuntering on. Coming up in a minute is Hattie Ashdown. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A podcast from producer paul.co.uk. Insane in the membrane. You look nice. Oh, thanks. <laughs> do, do, do you like my new glasses? Yeah, they're brilliant. I've had a comedy with... Uh, I've got about five pairs of different glasses. I didn't mean to. And it's just one of those things, you know, when you order them and then they get lost and then they send you more. This, like, company abroad somewhere. And now I've ended up with about five different pairs of glasses. And I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't think I'll be wearing these to pick them up from school, but for a podcast. <laughs> now they're good for this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. How's it going? How's, uh, so how old do the kids now? Um, so my youngest just turned four yesterday. Oh, nice. 
Yes, and then the oldest is six, and he'll be seven in August when we're. I'm in Edinburgh. Um, oh, blimey! But he'll be coming up for a week, so so that I see him on his birthday because I couldn't handle the guilt of not seeing him on his yeah. birthday. I mean, I've never not seen them on their birthday. I'm sure it will happen one day, but um, I was like, no. So they're coming up for a week. Yeah. So yeah, they're. Um, That's all right. They're pretty hardcore. <laughs> yeah, it's good that you got dad, uh, dads with him. Dads with him with the little one now. He's just gone to get him from uh, preschool. Preschool oh, is, is like it's just till lunchtime, and then he starts school in September. Yeah. So yeah, and then we've got gymnastics afternoon. You know. <laughs> Try and put them in as many clubs as possible, so you don't really have to look after them. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I saw Esther Manito put a post up yesterday or the day before, and it was just the, the whole list of what kids do now. And she says it's oh. just. <laughs> she's right, and she's right. We did just just to go out to play, and yeah. of course you can't. Um, it's not safe. <laughs> it's not no. safe. You can't just send them out to play. And they don't want to. They just, I think we do all these clubs because we feel guilty about them being on, on the telly too much and uh, or, or computer games and without, again, sounding like a granny, the whole thing of like, oh, you know, we only had cartoons on from 6 from six to 6.30. But that is the thing. Everything's on demand now. You can't... I do try and yeah. lie sometimes. I do I do go, now Netflix is closed for the day. Um, <laughs> but they're still at that age where I can get away with a bit of that, you know? But yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Not, not forever. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, they are... Yes, they are overwhelming at the moment, I must say. Um, yeah, can you imagine? I, I said to my husband, I said, because my oldest, were having a few problems with him. He's getting assessed for... I don't know for everything. I think, and um, and I said, oh, if I'd known it'd be this bad, I wouldn't have gone to Edinburgh this year because you know it's it's been quite full on with him. So you know, you just don't know what you're going to get when you have kids. No, <laughs> and, not at all, uh, not at all. And what's funny is when they're older and they're telling their mates, oh, "Do you remember when Netflix used to close?" <laughs> 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 they're going to go, "What?" <laughs> Oh, I know. Yeah, we've got all those. Yeah, because I talk about on uh, Funny Mummies, you know, all, all the all the lies that your parents used to tell you. Um, yeah. And what, what's the famous one about the ice cream? Uh, oh, what's the one about that? When they're playing the music, it means yeah. they've run out. <laughs> yeah, it means they've run out. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those. <laughs> but yeah, so it's, I'm... Yeah, go on. But I think you do have to lie a bit. Just... just, just because you can't say they don't understand like no I'd rather you didn't do that for a bit because I need you to just do something else it's a little bit more nourishing mentally rather than just sat in front of a screen yes well there's a lot of this kind of like oh, this positive pairing parenting calm parenting and all this thing that say you you've got to be honest so actually sometimes uh, I, I am just honest I just say it, 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 look because he keeps saying he wants to be a scientist, right, my audience? And I say, actually, do you know what he said now? He goes, I want to be a scientist and a comedian. I'm like, oh, jeez. Wow. But there's a brand, you know. Um, yeah, at least he's got an angle to work. <laughs> and I said, well, it's because he's struggling at school. He's already learned the angle of making people laugh. You know, he's right. like, he's not, he's not very good at connecting with people. And so, but he is when he makes them laugh. He's like, oh, great. I got this, you know. And, um... I lost my train of thought then. Um, what was I saying? So he's already, because he, you said like he's already struggling at school. So 
he's having so he's he's worked he's, he's already worked out that to survive he's like making people laugh so that makes them like him it makes yeah. it a bit easier no, there was something else I was and saying. then he wants to be a scientist and a comedian <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I know. God help him. No, I was gone. What I was going to say, I was. It'll come back in a minute. This is the it'll thing. Come back I'm, in a minute. I'm so. I'm working up to Edinburgh. I've, you know, I've just had a birthday uh, for the little one, and then trying to do all the previews, and then yeah, not much sleep, and then, uh, yeah, my brain feels more frazzled than when they were tiny babies in some way because they're. It's different sort of frazzled. It's a different frazzle, mm. I think, because when they're tiny babies and you first have them, you, you, you've you gone from, especially the first one, from just sleeping in and sleeping normally and then you go, what's this? Uh, <laughs> a friend of mine's recently had a, a second baby and it's just remembering that, oh, I only get two hours sleep and yeah. and, 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 and that's it. And that panic that sets in that you'll never sleep more than two hours. And so obviously, but now it's different. It's more of a wake me up. And he, he 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 just starts talking at me, my oldest, you know, like, Mummy, right, I was thinking, blah 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 blah, you know. <laughs> oh god, there's no But that's better than crying, I guess. I guess that's better than I mean, yeah, at least it's a it's positivity. Um <laughs> I, yeah, I do remember because you're so tired as well, and with all the love in the world, there's a few times when you, when your kids are just chatting absolute bollocks. And you've got to go, really, that's interesting. Oh, yeah, no, no, you're right. And you're like, oh, uh, fuck. Oh, sake. that's what I was saying. Lying. So lying. the parenting thing was saying that just sometimes I just say to him, um, it's bad for your brain, mate. If you want to be a scientist, you can't just watch telly all the time. You can't just play the games. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Um, so there's a lot of arguments just saying, you know, be honest with them. And the lying thing, though, is like, I think it depends what you're lying about because they're like, you yeah. don't want to teach them to lie. So, um, like, we've got the awkward thing where there's, th- there's three years between them and the oldest one had started to sort of stay up on, on a Friday night or something and he loves it and he's quite cute, actually. He always wants to watch Taskmaster or something. <laughs> there's a few swear words in there. But <laughs> and but then, of course, the younger one is now getting a bit like, oh, what's going on? I want to stay up. I don't want him to stay up because he's a bit harder in terms of, like, he's still too small. And so I was doing a kind of sneaking around <laughs> and I thought, well, no, that's not really teaching him very well <laughs> to yeah. sneak around. So um, I had to stop that. But I think, yeah, I think a little white light to save their, um, save their sanity and tell them that Netflix is closed is all right. I think, <laughs> I think that's all right. Uh, <laughs> give him plenty of material when he's older. That's the thing. That'd be yeah, if, he's, if he is a comedian scientist, scientist comedian, um, Oh, yeah. yeah. He'll be able to go, do you remember when Netflix used to close? And then he'll have his old bit about it. <laughs> I don't even know because it was a lie. <laughs> but we just used to, I was looking at some old material and I forgot about how, yeah, we used to tape stuff, you know, videotape, VHS, and like my mum could never work it. And mm. so when she was going uh, to bed, she would just set the recorder. She could never set the timer. And so... You just have, um, she just start recording a film that she obviously saw was coming on late at night. I thought, oh yeah, I'll set recorder for that, press record. But of course, it would run out of tape, so you'd never know the ending oh, to yeah. <laughs> Gone with the Wind or whatever, you know? <laughs> so it's like, oh, <laughs> I'm being very nostalgic, aren't I? Well, it's yeah. not, I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, you and I have spoken before, 
we had that lovely chat last year. We went for a walk. Mm. Uh, we had a nice chat. You got your you charity about, shop purchases. Oh, I went back as well to get the other the other oh, suitcase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you would, you know, you you know, you were telling me about your mum and the relationship that you had, and and it was. I, it's even now. I, I still think about it, and I still wonder. Uh, no, I wonder how you cope with that now that she's not here anymore. Do you like we talked about? We've talked about it then, but how do you how do you cope with that that need? Because obviously we've got kids now, and you and you you wish that your mum was there to see them and do things, and and that must be really hard. I don't know how you cope with that. Um. I don't. I just do an Edinburgh show about it and then I get to talk about her every day and it's great because then I'm bringing yeah. her alive every day. Um, no, it's funny because I was thinking, because it's been like nearly five years and I was thinking like it it has changed and I keep trying to find the right words. Um, I really want to find the right words to describe how it feels in terms of like, I ha- you know, because I hate the whole thing of... Um, when people say, oh, it does get better with time, you know, and mm. all that sort of thing. And it does. But it, when you say that to somebody and they've just lost someone, don't say that to them. Because when you're in that raw bit, it, by saying that, you're going, I don't want time to gallop on. I want to hold time right now mm. really close. Because I remember I used to, I kept, because I was, I was seeing a, a lovely grief counsellor for a while um, from Cruise just going to big them up because they're, they're free they're free and you can yeah. it's not Tom Cruise's company or it's Cruise <laughs> with an with a S yeah and Cruise and uh, you know and I used to say to her I don't know why I feel this need to like almost lie when people ask like how long ago was it like uh, you know when it was like a year I'd feel like oh my god people might think I'm alright now because it's a year but it feels just like yesterday and, and you know she would say it's because it brings them further away you yeah. know and takes them further away so yeah I, I, it, I think now because I, I did that counselling because I wanted to really dig deeper with it you know I didn't want to bury it like I did with my dad because I lost my dad when I was 13 and I buried that and different consequences came out because of it eating disorders and all that sort of rubbish yeah, right. and and also just not not really facing it because you don't when you're 13 14 and um, no well that's I, it I mean you're you're all you're there's those are your formative years now you're becoming you're changing as a human being and so to have something that that catastrophic happen to you at such a pivotal time in your life well, I sometimes say I've, I felt more sorry for my sisters with my dad because they were in their twenties, and I think that they really know their ways. Where I, all I knew was I wanted to do was just get on with life, and 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 sadly we we had a, a, a loss. But oh my god, it's come up for two years, and she was only sixteen. But so her sister is thirteen, fourteen, and I could see her being exactly as I was when I lost my dad. And you, she was like, "No, I want to go back to school. I just want everything to be all right." And I don't know what that why that is. It's just something maybe about that age where you're just like, just want to carry on. I don't want any one feeling sorry for me. And um, but you do have to. It's so it it kind of like the grief gets banked a bit. Like I'll yeah. deal with that later. And I think that's what kind of happened to me. So yeah. So I don't, I think where I am now is obviously less raw. Is one way to explain it. But it 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 comes out in more of a God, this is going to sound so depressing. <laughs> a, a deep, a deep sort of like 
uh, emptiness and, and rawness sometimes of just because I always describe it as like losing your anchor. So I've been set mm. aside <laughs> <laughs> um, freely, and sometimes that's good. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes uh, it's not good because you just, you know, I still now have that moment of like, well, who do I tell when this happens and um, who do I ask and who do I moan to? <laughs> That's a big <laughs> thing. Who do I moan to? Um, and then, you know, all the regrets and stuff like that come into it and, oh, God, you know, that's probably where my show comes from, my sort of guilt that sometimes, you know, I was a I wasn't always that nice to her, which actually I don't I don't do in the show a lot at the moment. And another comedian said to me, maybe you shouldn't mention it a bit more, <laughs> yeah, yeah. light and shade and everything. But um, I do I do a bit I do a bit. But um, you know it's complex. You know even even though she was obviously the best mum in the world, but you know par- parents are embarrassing and you know so you do all these things. But yeah, when they're gone, you think, oh no, I wish I'd never done this. No, but you know. That's what you do. So. I know, I know. It's, it's funny. I talk about my parents quite a bit on here. They have been supportive and they are, they are, and I, I love my parents, of course I do. They had some different ways of doing things. Um, and I sort of, you know, and you think back now, now I've worked out because, especially my dad, my dad had a really bad upbringing. So I get where he was coming from. Yeah. Tough so, upbringing. Yeah. And you kind of, so I get it. And then I was, and, I'd had, I'd had couples counselling and then I'd had some counselling on my own and I'd sort of was having, I remember, and some of the things that came up in counselling and she was going, yeah, that, that shouldn't have happened. That You probably shouldn't have had that happen to you. And you go, right, okay. And then, so in my head I was like, oh yeah, I've had it. My mum and dad could have been better, blah, blah. Then the other day right. I was thinking, then I went, no, actually, no, they were great. They were great. They just, like, I remember my dad saying, when you make your first million, I'll be your accountant. And I, you know, <laughs> And being supportive in in that sort of way, so I'm like, oh no, they no, they were fine. They were fine. It's just you know, it's up and down. Like we do good things, we do bad things. We just we do our best. And yeah. We don't always get it right. We we are only human, and I, you know, I'm bound to mess my kids up in some way or another, even though I'm trying not to. But then again, it, I think it's quite good. Makes them a good round <laughs> being, <laughs> round being, all round being. Um, <laughs> well rounded yeah that's the one yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah I think I think it's just it's all part of it's all part of growing up we are just fundamentally animals so this, this it's like we, you've got a million books now on how to bring up your kids and and I, and, I, oh, and yeah. they all say similar things and I'm like well, I know. that's no we don't all fit into that and, that and if you do try and fit your kids into that they're just going to be boring beige bastards yeah there's what's that as a whole, uh, validate things. So it's um, it comes with a lot of. Uh, have you read the the book you wish your parents had read? No. Oh my gosh, you should read that. So it's by Grayson Perry's wife. Right. Who, um, that's I feel that's so sexist because she's got her own name and her own right, and I've forgotten her flipping name. But no, I know. Is it Pippa? Pippa, what? yeah. And it's brilliant. I've listened to I've listened to it on audio uh, twice, and uh, actually, it sort of ends up being a little bit. Couples counselling as well, because it's not just like this is, it's no way a parenting manual, she says at the beginning. Yeah. But, and, and obviously I think I had a, a great upbringing and yeah, my dad's questionable stuff. He came from um, a family where there was a cane out the back door and, you know, wow. was, was told to go and get it when he'd been naughty. Oh. You know, that sort of stuff. So that's what I was dealing with 
with my dad. So he had to sort of like, obviously bring it down a notch. Um, <laughs> and I, uh, I got away. I, I was the youngest, so I got away with uh, quite a lot. He'd mellowed out, but he he struggled with his his temper and and things yeah. like that. But yeah, but uh, in that book, she talks about uh, valid validating, and that's something I'm trying to do with my kids because I think it's a big thing. So even if it's something really little, and they're losing their shit over. Something I don't know, Lego, or they've dropped something, and but you feel like tough to twat because you have to go. I'm really, <laughs> I'm really sorry that that's not going your way, <laughs> and, but it's okay. And what I know is, is that together we're going to get through it. <laughs> <laughs> and you just see yourself. Oh Jesus, I felt like a twat. He kind of worked, Rich. Though he goes. Oh, and walks off. Whether he's just fed up with, <laughs> fed up with it, and that's why. But it sort of works. But he can't yeah. figure out what's got. He's just like, this is just weird, and he just buggers <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, mom's talking a psycho babble. But I'm just, I'm up for trying anything, mate. I'm like reading all the books, like oh god, why? But yeah, because you know you can't smack and uh, no. I think the other day, like, he was driving me mad and just just in a way, like, if, you know, with a friend you're mucking about, you're like, oh, stop that or whatever. And I sort of did that a bit. And he went, oi, you hurt me. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, my mum used to get the tea towel or the, the slippers around the, around the ankles, but I think I was a bit of a mare. I think, I think that's where my oldest gets it from a little bit. I think yeah. very high. I, I sometimes, I mean, they're banding around the old ADHD and all that kind of thing, which there's so many labels now. It is ridiculous. I know. And I, know. I don't really know what it gives us other than a label. And what I don't want is whatever does come back from this assessment is that I don't want it. It's not going to be uh, an excuse, you know, like yeah. I was diagnosed with dyslexic, dyslexia when I was younger and I've always fought to not make it be like, oh, sorry, can't do that because I'm dyslexic. You know, it just means I have to work a little bit harder. Mm. And and I, in my brain works out things a bit differently than you. Um, but, and for Huxley, like, obviously it'll be great. We, we will, he won't have to struggle like I did at school yeah. when he didn't really know much about dyslexia and not sit outside the classroom. This is what you don't want. Mate, yeah. Sitting outside the classroom for half of my lessons was not the way forward. So at least now they know, like, he does want to learn. He really wants to learn. He just cannot focus. So, yeah. yes, it's good for things like that is to say, he is not neurotypical, okay? <laughs> I'm learning the jingo, jingo lingo. Yeah. Jingo lingo. And he's not, yeah, neurotypical. But I don't want him to be like, yeah, like you say, sorry. <laughs> I'm not coming round because I've got ADHD. Bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had two guys on the train now start talking to me and then one of the first things they'll say is, I've got ADHD. And I'm like, I don't care if oh, if you've got an MD, MDE, pay <laughs> MDA, <laughs> or an MBE. I, don't talk to me on a train late at night. Yeah, what are you doing? Talk to me anyway. <laughs> What are you talking to me for? I think they don't think it's all right to talk to a woman late at night because I'm a bit, you know, it's sort of saying I'm not mad. I've just got ADHD, I guess. But um, uh. yeah. I remember someone saying to me once about their boyfriend 
she was moaning about and she said, I don't think he's happy unless he's got something to moan about uh, or, or, or a struggle. That was it. I don't think he's happy unless he's got a struggle. And <laughs> 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 because it, I, I think he decided to give up carbs that week. He was one of those people. He was giving up carbs that week. Then before that, it was something else. Go, oh, he's not happy unless he's got something he's got to struggle with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have random quotes in my head. But, you know, obviously I'm not disrespecting anybody who's, got in his diagnosis and it's as no, I say it's absolutely great and when I was really little my they wanted to do me a test when I was really little my dad refused I mean he said no because he thought yeah, I'd right. be sent off on the sunshine bus and he didn't yeah. he, and, and in some ways he probably would have been right because things were a bit different then and they did sort of clump all the abilities in together which is not what they do now uh, so so obviously it's great 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 that we've moved on and um but it's just, I, I've worked with, uh, I've done a bit of TA work and I used to work with an autistic adult and stuff, um, which was brilliant because all he wanted to yeah. do was go around charity shops. Um, and you, what was brilliant about his family was that they brought him up, you know, as neurotypical as possible. Um, yeah, for that reason, they didn't want him to just think, you might find it struggle to read people's emotions, but you're going to um, learn or explain that or whatever, you know, not just to, yeah. But actually, he wasn't too bad with emotions, but... Um, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. God, I've ended up well, talking... Well, you know what? It's that there are people I know, like you, you know, that are, they are autistic. Like my, my brother's autistic. And... But no, it's undiagnosed. It's just he's so obviously mm. autistic. Like he still is at home, and he's forty. What is he forty-eight? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, and not that's it. And, it, and genuinely, because I speak to him, and I go, "Are you all right? You happy?" He goes, "Yeah." And I'm like, "But do you know what your own place and all that?" He goes, "Why?" And I'm like, "That's the right. thing." Yeah, he's like, "No emotion." He likes things how he likes them, and <laughs> he gets the right ass if they if you deviate from the plan. Oh like, wow. He yeah. used to be he used to go and tidy my nan's flat, and then he'd go off into London, and he'd go to the DVD shop, and he'd do this, that, and the other. He had it all mapped out every yeah. every Friday. That was his thing. And then one day he turned up, and I'd been to the flat, and I'd tidied up, and he lost his shit. <laughs> <laughs> he went, oh, no, he goes, this is what, no, 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 it's not, no, I can't. And I'm like, oh, you could just go to the DVD shop early. He goes, no, no, I get there for two. I get there for oh. two. <laughs> And I was like, oh, shit. I said, I'm really sorry. I thought I was helping. He was like, Rich, no. <laughs> just Yeah. And he went off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's just got, he has it, has it, you know, like he'll, he'll buy the same pair of shoes 40 times. You know. Wow. Just like one, you know, like he'll, he'll, they'll wear out. He'll buy the same pair and keep going. And there's, there's other examples. I'm, I'm, you know. How sort of function the, is it? Just, can he have relationships and stuff like that? Or not really? He has done. He has done. He was with a girl for a bit, but then she ended up. She was schizophrenic, so she ended up. Oh God! Yeah, she's in a she's in a care home now, unfortunately. But oh. yeah, he's kind of he's what he's a caretaker at a special needs school. Great. So he's a, so he's got he's got it sorted. Yeah. He's, he knows what he's doing, and he's he's all right. Yeah. So. I don't know. I think my mum was definitely severely dyslexic. Again, you know, she left school at 13. She, she right. Would, she would, uh, and after my dad died, she just didn't know how to do anything. Like, she, he did everything. Oh, and did she, he? she went back to, uh, you know, adult education, um, even just to learn to write checks and everything. Just uh, uh, writing in that wasn't brilliant. 
And it got... Actually, I should mention it on my show, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, just reminded me. That's all right. <laughs> because I do a bit where I talk about her letters that she wrote to me. And I think part of that was her practising her, her writing. And they were beautiful, you know. And um, so, yeah. I don't know why I brought that up, really. I just don't know. No, no, she, no. But that's, I'm interested with that. I don't know what think of it all. Um, wow. I think... Well, look, they're that generation, aren't they? I mean, Ricky Grove used to have this bit. He said, we didn't have ADHD and all that when I was growing up. He goes, back then you were just a dozy bastard. Well, yeah. And it was not right. Of course it wasn't right. Because now I think our, that's why our generation's got, we've got so many sort of mental health issues where yeah. things weren't diagnosed. But yeah, it's like with uh, going back to my son again, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like stuff at school that's happened where he's, he did he's like not violent at all but he'd i think he'd lashed out at somebody because of that frustration and the teacher said oh i went over to him and he was just when i went over to him he was just laying in the sun like he didn't have any remorse and i was like he's not a 21 year old guy who just punched someone in the pub like he he's six years old and yeah, he's, he's a child whatever's going on with him he does he does have empathy that's one thing is why i've never i've never spotted the autism before because he he definitely can read emotions and stuff yeah but in his mind it's the anger he put he lashed out in the anger and then he, he the way he deals with it is he's just sort of moved on and then i mean yeah. when i asked him about it he, he had no recollection of it because i think he blanks it out too much it's like so from that point of view you want them to know he's not a, you know he's not a, he's not vindictive um, no 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 and there are, and so that's why you want to go. Well, he's just because he can't process to come up and go. Oh, I'm very sorry, Mrs. Buttergee, that that happened. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I mean, what kid is gonna do that anyway? But there, I mean, there are some. Oh, but like most that. of the time, you deny it. You deny it to yourself anyway. You deny all these things, and you're only a human being. We all we all lose our shit now and again. Yeah. And like, I remember. I remember my youngest. I'm not proud of this. We were sat around the dinner table, and we had these big patio doors on the on just by the patio. By the by the by the dining table, and he was being a right prick, and he wouldn't eat, and he was doing this and the other, and he's I don't, and I'm like, you, that's what you asked for. He went, I don't want it, I don't want it. And I just picked it up, and I just threw the whole plate out through the patio doors, <laughs> and I think I'm like, oh god. But it just, I just had a moment. I'm like, do you know what? Fuck this. I'm doing my yeah. best. Yeah, I've been yeah. there. Not quite the dinner. Um probably because I would have made it but um, yeah my dad did that actually he threw dinner at the wall <laughs> the one went outside I mean the plate oh, was oh. fucked that's alright then yeah uh, oh yeah I opened, I'm not an animal I opened the door and I just threw it out <laughs> but yeah and it, because you just have those moments and you see parenting you things now moments. would say that you go up and you, that's fine as long as you show you're human you go up and say look I'm really sorry I did that that is, yeah, 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 and that was not the way to treat things. So they say it's not, it's not about what you do; it's how you recover. <laughs> oh right, okay, yeah. <laughs> well, it's nice now they're older because I can go. Listen, I wasn't. There were moments and they go, Dad, you were fine. Do we're, they? We're all, you know, yeah. So you kind of, I've said this before, and you, you get, you get like an appraisal now. <laughs> <gasps> yeah, that's true. Because you just think yeah. like all these little things that you do. I just keep thinking, what is it that they're going to remember? Because I'm just worried that they're going to, all they're going to remember is flipping playing Nintendo and, you know, watching TV. That, and I mean, that's why I was talking to a friend last night about trying to limit it. It's so hard because it's just so easy to go, yeah, go on then. But you want them to not, their memories just to, to be all of that. But saying that, some of my best memories, 
with my mum was when I was like uh, six, seven, and she would say I could stay up and watch Dallas and eat bounty bars and uh, cream soda, you see? But yeah. that was good memory. But that was funny because it was just once a week, wasn't it, Dallas? Just once a week. Yeah, yeah, this is it. I remember being allowed to stay up and watch Starsky and Hutch. Ooh. And that, and you know, that was my. I used to get so excited when I was allowed to, and yeah, so that you know, I get it. But I mean, this, you know, we 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 think about, we go back and think about what our parents were like, and you know, they weren't like our parents weren't. They no, they didn't have grown ups talking to them about th- about their feelings and what they'd no, gone through. That's our, true. Most of our parents were fucking abused, like verbally yeah. or physically or whatever. Yeah, and then they had kids themselves, and of course that kind of leaks into their, they, they kind of go, well, that's how I, that I was brought up. So I guess yeah. they're still, there's a, there's a diluted version because they still go, oh, yeah, I don't want to kick them up and down the garden, but I need to sort of. Yes, you're right. Shamu's boss. But we're all, we're all trying to work out. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess some people now are the generation of the hippie parents and then it's the next one along. Is going, well, that was too soft and, oh, it's just, yeah, but that's, it's good to know. You you haven't yeah your kids don't have bad memories no 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 they're great they, right. they they tell you all about it it's great it must oh. be hard like you you mentioned losing your dad at such a young age that must have been I mean like you you, you were so close to your mum like and that was I imagine that was because you lost your dad that yeah your mom it definitely your definitely closer. made us closer and you know when I used to say almost this is a struggle but sometimes I say I used to say to my grief counsellor you know. I feel like my sisters are sort of like doing better than me. And she's like, well, don't forget that you were with her for longer and, and you had that time together. Like they had more of my mum in terms of they're older than me, but you know, like they left home quite young and um, I sort of left home at 19, but then went back after uni for a little bit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and it did, it definitely made us very close because I became man of the house. Like not my mum, right. she fell apart a bit, you know? And she'd cry herself to sleep, uh, you know, most nights. And I went into a bit of like, right, well, I'm going to be the boss here, which was sometimes good, sometimes not good. <laughs> so, yeah, I think sometimes my sisters were like, oh, flipping hell. You know, <laughs> like when it come to boyfriends, like I'd just be like, yep, they're staying over. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> which my dad would not have had any of that. No, he wouldn't have, have done. Doors open, foot on the floor type thing, you know, <laughs> one foot on the floor. Um, and yeah, and not, so I had these, yeah, so I had my sisters telling me one well where, you know, boyfriends couldn't even stay over or if they could be on a sofa. And then with me, I was like, well, we're in a long-term relationship. I said, mummy's going to stay over and we're going to sleep in the yeah. same bed. That's what's happening. And she would just That's be it. like, oh, okay. Because, no, she wasn't a drip. It was just that... She was so bereft, I think, and I was sort of taking control. Yeah, God, what a what a nightmare I must have been. <laughs> but yeah, it was. I, I missed all that kind of like daddy's little girl thing, I guess. And I was sad because I was just started to. He'd taken early retirement because his heart was getting weak anyway. But we didn't really know how how bad. Mm. But I think he thought I'll oh, take a bit of an early retirement, and um, yeah, and then he was, you know, he was a bit older than my mum. And older than, you know, a lot of dads. He would have been, like, in his 90s now if he was right. alive. So, but it's still possible. His sister only died last year in her 90s. Um, and, yeah. And so, 
yeah. I, I it, it, with my dad, it's like I don't like when you get Father's Day and all that kind of stuff. I don't really think about it because it's that thing of you don't know what you haven't got. Yeah. But every now and again, and it's very rarely a little thing will come up or I'll watch something and I go, oh, I don't know what that's like to just have that kind of like oh protection from a dad type feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and even just a little thing of like being at a friend's house and her mum and dad were there. And this is going to sound weird, and it wasn't weird at all. Um, and she's a grown woman, and then she sort of like, for only a couple of seconds, sort of sat on her dad's lap and was like mucking about. And I thought, oh, like that got me. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. I can't remember what that's like and or, or ever did that, you know? So, yeah, there you but go. But it must be, I remember, I've not had anyone really close to me pass away, but I remember when my mate Tom's mum died. And she'd been ill for a while. I used to go around there. They, they were still in the same house. Like when we were kids, that was, I used to live up the road. And so I was always around Tom's house. It was the house Aww. that we were just always running around in as kids. And then I remember we came, the day I found that he rang me and said, mum's gone. I'm like, oh, mate, I, I don't know what to say. I'm really sorry. I'm like, look, I'll just, I'll let you get on. He went, no, no, no. He goes, can you come round? Oh, so wow, like, good. Yeah, all right. So I go around there and his sister's there and his dad's, his two sisters are there, his dad's there and everyone's there. And I remember walking into the house and I just, and you could just feel there was different. There was a, there was a real heavy, it was a heavy silence. It wasn't just mm. like, it was, it was really calm. You could feel that something had gone and that felt, I'd never felt that before. Yeah. I, it, it really it knocked me off my feet a bit, and it must have been must have been like that for you with your dad, that kind of. Do you know what I mean? Oh, you probably didn't notice it. Maybe I don't know. I feel bad that I, I hardly remember anything. I was saying to my sister the other day, I don't remember Dad's funeral at all, um, and I, I do remember the morning he died, um, but more look looking at it from from uh, like I was watching a film. And all my sisters coming in and crying and going into his bed. I didn't go in there. You know, I was, even though I didn't know what was going on, I just knew I didn't, oh, you know. I sort of looked through the crack of the door and I could see him laying in the bed and he just looked like he was sort of sleeping, really. But yeah. Um, but you still know that um, it's not quite right. <laughs> and, it's, yeah, well, I think that's it. It's the energy, isn't it? It's that. Yeah. Because the life was gone wherever it goes and you you can have him being around people when they've passed on when I worked in, in old people's homes when you when the energy goes it's like oh, as I'm getting crazy older, feeling. honestly I'm definitely I wish I was more religious because it would be more convenient to just believe <laughs> all these things but as I get older I do just think like especially when someone's got such a big presence and such a, yeah. I'm like all that energy and particles can't just disappear. But yeah, no. my mum said that when, when my dad died and she was coming back up the stairs, she said, uh, she did that thing of like, she just knew she said, I was walking back up the stairs and she was like, I don't know whether you call it the, the death rattle or whatever, but I, I felt it. And yeah, she did. So she had that walking back up the stairs because he'd been ill in the night mm. and the doctor had come and went, the doctor should have called for an ambulance, but that's a whole other subject. Yeah, right. And doctor just left and went, oh, it'll be all right, I'll just sleep it off. But he didn't, he died in his sleep then. And, but my mum said she was walking back up the stairs and she was like, I just knew before I even got there. But there you go. 
Um, yeah. yeah, it's nice talking about my dad because the show is about my mum so much because I say in it, like, I can't do my dad, my dad as well because I need another <laughs> fucking two hours. And you feel like, you know, it's like, just give one at a time sort of thing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think dad is more complex because it's tied up in, like, yeah, he wasn't always perfect and stuff. And then mm. you feel bad saying that about somebody who's not here. And um, But then also... And then I hardly, knew, you know, hardly knew him. And, and so, yeah. you know, with my mum, I feel lucky that I've, I've got so many great stories and memories. And uh, that, yeah, you saying about, going back to what you said originally about how do I feel now, I do, I do get more of that feeling that she is with me. And I mm. never thought I'd be one of those. <laughs> oh, she's, <laughs> she's with me now. I mean, honestly, my oldest says to me, we were at the beach a little while ago and I was walking across and I just had this moment and I went, oh, I said, I, said, I, I really miss Nanny. I talked to him about her a lot and uh, and he went, <laughs> he went, <laughs> he went, she's here, she's behind you. <laughs> 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 this is what he comes out with, but I love it. So I just went, Oh, I went, yeah, she probably is. Um, with her dress on. She'd never go put a swimming costume on. We've got all these pictures of us at the beach and there she is, full dress, you know, <laughs> and a car deal, whatever. Um, and uh, so I do... I, in the early days of grief, there's a lot of panic and there's a panic of yeah. like, whoa, 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 whoa. Because it's so final, death is so final. And there's that panic of like, oh my God, I can't talk to them, I can't see them again. And I do, I do get that still, but... There's more of a feeling that ah oh, she's with me and and yeah yeah and that she's just that 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 sort of entity can't just go it's all around us and yeah yeah I've thought I've, I've told that about that before I feel like you say it must go somewhere because we're all made up of molecules and particles or whatever we're made up of mm. it, I think I think you just go you go back into the universe and then you sort of become mm. part of part of it again until. You know, you just become part of something else, I think. I feel that's how I see it. And I quite like that. You're still around, you know? It's you still had those... Haunting. Yeah, it's, just, it's <laughs> nice. I mean, that would be the best thing, wouldn't it? If we could just haunt people. I mean... I'd love to haunt people. I don't know who I'd... Who would I haunt? I don't know. Someone... I'd like to have just... Someone that really annoyed me. Or someone like I annoyed them. They were like... And they uh, the last person they'd want to be haunted by... Yeah, would be me. <laughs> things to their day just little yeah. things you know just uh just moving but, stuff around yeah just mess up their head a little bit so every time <laughs> something little happens we have, we've got to think now maybe that's somebody haunting us <laughs> yeah 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 so <laughs> yeah well, this has been lovely though oh this thank you love lovely. I've got to get um, back. So when's your show? Uh, so um, uh, in Edinburgh, it will be um, every day, two o'clock at the Voodoo Rooms in the Speakeasy um, as part of PBH, and it's called the Worry Draw. And, it's a good um, venue, that Voodoo Rooms. I know. I'm very excited. Yeah. Um, yeah, two o'clock in the afternoon. And I, the only, 15th is my only day off to spend it with the birthday boy. And... Uh, yeah, so please come. I haven't done Edinburgh for like 
I think it's been about six years. So I feel yeah. really out of touch. I keep emailing my lovely friend, Ali Bryce, going, uh, am I going to have to get one of these cards? You know, like a, a cash card now, you know? Like people don't just take money. You've got to have the cards. Oh, yeah, yeah. Card reader. Card reader. I'm like, I've got to be a performer, a banker, everything. <laughs> Jeez. So, yeah, you got to do all that. But yeah, if anyone is listening, like, honestly, like, it's not a miserable show. If anything... I yes, it's a bit of a tribute to my mum, but it's I'm trying to little bit change the landscape of how we treat people when someone's died. In in which case, you know, sort of it like it, it, it's part of life, isn't it? Death. So if we could just sort yeah. of handle that a bit better, we'll have a better life in some way because we're so scared of it. It's like let's just not be scared of um, somebody who's lost someone. I think that's my big thing. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, so. And I have, I'm not going to tell you, but I have a way of taking people's worries away. So come with your worries and I will take them off you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I look forward to seeing you up in Edinburgh. I'll have a load of Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, well, uh, let's have dinner. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get so many performers coming, put their worries in the drawer, aren't I? Yeah. Yeah, of course you are. Yeah. But yeah, we'll have dinner when we're up there. It'd be nice to see you. Uh, Where can we find you on all the socials? Ah, so I'm, I'm pretty much at Hattie Ashdown, Hattie with a Y, on everything, uh, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I'm sort of on TikTok. I'm just trying to get around it. Yeah, everyone is. Bit, yeah. yeah. We're working it out. Yeah, we're working it out, but I'm on there. I'll be on there more when I'm in Edinburgh because I won't have the kids with me. Um, I'll, <laughs> I'll have them with me for some of it, but um, <clears throat> you'll see a difference between the beginning and the end. We'll be, I'll be like a different person in the middle when they come up. I'll be like, rah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they'll keep me grounded, I guess. Well, this is it. You're going to have a great time, I promise you. It's going to be good. I hope so. All right, and this has been lovely. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, Rich. Thanks so much That's for having me. That's been great, mate. Insane in the membrane. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Made by darkhorsedigital.co.uk. Shooting, live streaming, and podcast production.